Good morning and welcome to the Snake River Lib podcast. It's the 3rd of November. It's Thursday morning. A week ago today, I was getting ready to um, have my surgery. Next Tuesday is Election Day, although, of course, Election Day really has been expanded considerably. We're, I think tomorrow is the, maybe even today is the last day for early voting in Miami County. If not today, then tomorrow. No, didn't vote early because I believe that voting on Election Day is what should be done. And you never know what will happen between now and then. How are you today? Thank you so much for listening, by the way. I do appreciate that. Um, the last two days, I ca- gave a couple different uh, format options. Yesterday was much more um, reflective. Uh, the day before was just a considerable series of uh, news items. There's so much out there, there's not really any way to uh, cover it all. And so I just tried to do little snippets. What did you think? We're still in the fallout from the Paul Pelosi attack. Um, By the way, which nobody has, well, some lunatics have said that that was great. You know, we hear about political rhetoric causing violence. So far, the overwhelming majority evidence indicates that those that are pushed to violence by political rhetoric are those on the left. One thing you're probably not hearing about is the fact that last night there was a a debate in the New Hampshire Senate race between Senator Hassan and uh, General Bullduck. I know you don't really care about that race other than the fact that the the general, even with who who has been deserted by Senator McConnell's fundraising apparatus, is well within the margin of error. Some polls show him leading. Some polls show him winning. Um, Some predictions are that he will win. Be as it may, what you probably haven't heard on MSNBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, is that he was assaulted on the on the way to the debate by a political activist or by a person that was going to the debate that supported Senator Hassan. He made no mention of it, of course. The person was taken into custody. We have this huge drama out in San Francisco regarding Paul Pelosi. The thing is, we have no details. All we have is the report that Paul Pelosi had his skull fractured and went into surgery, and because of that, while he's expected to make a full recovery, think about that for a moment, his skull shattered by a hammer. Conveniently, he's incommunicado. 
police are not releasing anything. Apparently, the Capitol Police have video cameras. And it was, but it wasn't until the police arrived that the Capitol Police watch desk that watches these video cameras even knew that anything was going on. Think about that for a moment. Are you telling me that in the Speaker's house that there's no way to activate something, some sort of an alarm? There are too many questions regarding that event. And yet, President Biden, in his speech last night at Union Station in Washington, D.C., what did he say? The attacker said, where's Nancy? And then the attacker proceeded, or President Biden, I'm sorry, President Biden proceeded to go to January 6th. Talk about law enforcement being attacked. I'm not sure I've seen any footage of law enforcement officers being violently attacked. The American people really don't care about January 6th while they're wondering whether or not they're going to have gas in their car or going to be able to keep the temperatures in their house comfortable. Or whether or not they're going to have a Thanksgiving dinner or if they're going to have to get Casey's Pizza. Truthfully, the only people that are still dwelling on January 6th are the people that that's all they have. Many of whom themselves are election deniers, including the president's press secretary, who is a full denier for Stacey Abrams. The aforementioned Stacey Abrams, who who refused to concede the gubernatorial election. As a reminder, she's running again. And even though Georgia's showing presidential election-like turnout or greater in early voting, they will no doubt find a way to say that voting was suppressed in Jim Crow 2.0, which, just as a reminder, the voting restrictions under Georgia's new voting integrity laws are less restrictive than in Delaware, which nobody asked the president about that. And the president has never once complained about Jim Crow 2.0 in Delaware except that because they didn't pass new laws about it, it would just be Jim Crow. The president didn't mention inflation. He didn't mention crime. Didn't mention the border. By the way, these are what American issues that American people care about rather than what happened 
on January 6th and the investigation of a circus trial. George Will, who's a never Trumper uh, Republican, voted for Biden in 2020, um, as did, of course, many others. Had an op-ed in the Washington Post yesterday, essentially saying that President Biden and Vice President Harris should both resign. for the good of the nation after the election. That way that would give the Republicans a chance to have an incumbent in the office which I would presume based on Will's timeline, I didn't read the full article that that would be, you know, and presumed Speaker McCarthy. It's to keep you-know-who away. When in reality, all they're doing is making it much more likely that he who shall not be named Orange Man Bad comes back. I think that Trump has a lot to answer for. And we'll talk about that right after the break. And we're back here at the Lib. Welcome and thank you so much for listening. Likelihood is that Donald Trump's going to run again. Now, my question is this. If the Democrats thought that January 6th was a serious issue... Which they don't. It's just a something, a political tool they're using. If they thought it was a legitimate issue that people care about, politically, why are they trying to keep him from running in 2024? I mean... If he wins the nomination, the Republican nomination for 2024, all they have to do is say January 6th and they win, right? If it's the legitimate issue that they say it is, which it's not. Of course, somebody's going to take my words and they're going to say that, well... You're just an election denier, just like everyone else. So, I'm not going to say that. I'm not sitting here dwelling on the 2020 election. If I was, I would point out that the Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled that essentially the 2020 election was a fraud. I mean, they didn't say that. But they said the counting of improperly marked ballots was illegal. So that turns Pennsylvania to Trump. Similar ruling in Wisconsin. 
That turns Wisconsin to Trump. Well, there have been no rulings in Arizona regarding the shenanigans of the 2020 election count. There's enough ambiguity there that you could call it into election. Speaking of elections, uh, Brazil just had theirs. They elected the, the socialist, allegedly. The Brazilians don't seem to think so. They are out contesting the election as as all of your big tech conglomerates are doing everything they can to shut down and censor dissent of the election. The United States, of course, automatically assumes that a nation, nearly the population of the United States, but most of it in areas where electricity and, and clean drinking water are luxuries, are able to count their votes so quickly. No, not all of Brazil is like that. But much of it is. But no, I'm not harping on 2020. There's no reason to. The only people that are harping on 2020... are the people that have destroyed this country or are trying to destroy this country. And you may make no mistake, you can't, you can't say this was accidental. You know, you had the 20th century as Exhibit 1 in why collectivism doesn't work. It's not the messaging. Which is what they're saying now as all signs indicate a significant uh, change in the Congress here in the United States. Or the messenger, which will likely be the refrain if what is predicted to happen does indeed happen. President Biden. It's the philosophy. When you make it where everyone's a victim, you're leaving nobody to produce. But I did, indeed, actually, I mentioned this before the break. I did want to talk about President Trump because there's a couple things that I'm going to just come right out and say. Oh, by the way, Senator Cotton, uh, Arkansas, uh, is out writing that we should put military on the border. I think that Congress is well within their rights to, to declare war on the cartels as entities. Don't sit around and wait for Mayorkas to declare his partners in the immigration invasion a terrorist threat. 
declare war against the cartels. You can send the military in the United States to where the cartels are operating and pick up those people, kill them if you have to. You can tell the Mexican government we're coming to get them. Working with them, of course, to eradicate them. Except for, does Mexico really want to do that? But I digress. So, Trump. It's because of Donald Trump that we have Senator Warnock and... uh, I can't even think of the other Democrats' name. He's not; They're not up for election this year. In Georgia, I lay that squarely at President Trump's feet. In the runoff in 2020, President Trump could not leave the election stuff behind. And when he, when he went to Georgia to campaign for these Republicans for the Senate, he didn't campaign for the Republicans for the Senate. He campaigned for the election over being overturned. But before that, I agree with Ann Coulter completely that probably the number one reason that Donald Trump did not get reelected, well, there's a couple reasons, but, you know, mainly following along with these people who hated him, Fauci and et al., is that he waited so long to build the wall. That's probably why, more than anything else, Donald Trump did not get reelected. The base came out, but did they come out like they did in 2016? The answer... Yes, more people voted. But he made it all about himself. And this is the problem with politicians. I know I already took a break, but I just want to take one more break and then I will be right back to close out. Yeah, sorry about that. Welcome back to the Lib. Um, the dog needed to go out, and I can't really mess around with that. She, he's, uh, I think he's 14 years old, and so unless I want to clean up and get mad at him, I better help him out, and he won't bark. So thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience and understanding. Of course, for you, it just seemed like the pause and the tape to transition from the previous to this one. As we go into the elections next Tuesday, it's just we're told the president told us that democracy is on the ballot.
of course, he tried this time different than in Philly when he said that all of us were were fascists and anti-American. This time tried to highlight the fact that he didn't really mean that, except for that he really does. Make no mistake, he actually means that if you vote Republican, that you're voting against democracy, period. Of course, I guess there is an alternative to that. So let me correct that. Because I forgot who we're dealing with. I forgot that we're dealing with people who think that blacks are too stupid to get into college without their help. People that think that blacks and other minorities are too stupid to be able to get a photo ID, you know, a driver's license, which is required to do practically anything in this country anymore without their help. So perhaps he does think that the general populace that's going to vote Republican after all, you know, uncollege educated, that if they're voting Republican, it's just because they don't know better. I mean, come on, Democrats want to give you all this stuff. So why would you vote Republican? I could ask the same question on the other side. Why would anybody vote Democrat? Why would you vote for somebody that thinks you're too stupid to do anything without their help? As opposed to somebody who says, you do you and I'll do me. A lot of Republicans don't fit that mold, by the way. And were it not for the the times that we're living in where it's an either-or situation, I'd love to advance the notion of a strong third party. But it can't. The problem is we have elections every two years, and so you can't just get a third party off the ground. When right now the incumbents are already raising money for their for their funds to help out their fellow uh, soon to be incumbents in in two years. I mean, the election cycle for twenty twenty four has already begun. This quest for power, the ring of power, which is the the belt way of Washington, D.C. Is the problem. As long as Washington, D.C. has the power and ability to control so much of your lives... It's going to be a constant fight for who controls, whether it's a huge expansion or just uh, smaller expansions. The two options available right now, neither of them are retraction. If you got government out of business, 
there'd be a lot less money involved in government. A lot less incentive for businesses to fund candidates. But until you remove that regulatory thumb, this is the situation we're in. But you might want to take a look at where the rich people's money is going. Well, yes, there are rich people on both sides. Look and see who's raising the most money. And remember that when you start talking about the corruption of money in politics. Who's getting that money? Maybe we should end democracy with an election. I don't mean it the way the president says he means it, which he doesn't, of course. And a good investi- a good press would, would question it. Said, do you honestly believe? Do you honestly believe that you're willing to go on record? Are you willing to go on record as saying that if the Republicans win, democracy is dead? Not could be dead, but will be dead. Did I mention how they had to clear all the homeless tents and and shopping carts out of Union Station last night before the president could go in there, that they cleaned it all up outside and inside. This place that used to be a thriving hub is now a... I saw a couple reports refer to it as a hellscape where even the Starbucks is closed. But if you think that crime is an issue in the election, you're racist. If I remember, we'll talk about crime tomorrow. Or, yeah, we'll talk about crime tomorrow from a more philosophical point of view. Um, But in the meantime, you know, properties or crimes against property, crimes against individuals, that's where our focus should be. And, and if something is not specific to those things, then why is it a crime? Why is it a crime? It's the Snake River Lib. My life matters. Does yours?